Dude, I got a, I got this notification that there was something going on in the global sphere, and this is the picture that a comic sent me. Just go ahead and just play that, and let's get into the episode right now, plug. Let's just do it, dude. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Early Morning Podcast. It is... 2.35 a.m. February 9th, 2023. Grab you a J, dude. Grab you a brew. Grab you whatever it is on earth you may do. Don't care what it is. Um, I got myself some ashwagandha right here. Chilling. Got a Stella. And I got some banned nicotine products. I'm just hanging out. I'm chilling. Um, got a uh, shoe cam, dude. Real quick. Bang, dude. Knockoff Converse. Come on, dude. Not even Chuck Taylors at all. These are knockoffs off Amazon. Chill. This is the energy I'm bringing, dude. Like I said, this is EMP, dude. It's 2 in the morning. I'm hanging out. Um, real quick, I just wanted to talk about a bunch of stuff. No Jumper. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Let me get that ashwagandha out of here. No Jumper. Um, one of the corniest podcasts that has come to be... Um, it was one of like the first podcasts I started ever listening to back in high school. Um, run by this guy, Adam22. We can put a picture. Hopefully, Plug does. If not, it's okay. You could Google him. And um, just a bunch of degenerates from LA. That's really all it is. Um, we started as like a hip hop podcast and uh, fashion and streetwear or whatever, skating, all that nonsense. Uh, biggest focus, rap and shit quickly turned into like a clout chasing kind of a epidemic where everybody in LA just wanted to end up in this studio or this no jumper store. And uh, I, I believe it was called on some shit back in the day. If you don't know that you can find it out. I'm not sure. I believe so. But um, we used to be a streetwear brand brand. Now it's just turned into like a, the demise of entertainment and what people want to be in LA. And you know, it's fine. It's what it is. Um, they went from having like the most underground rappers to like only fans people to um straight up just people that have one TikTok that went viral and just embarrassing them on Melrose. It's it's just the the epitome of LA, the beauty of LA. Um but again, like I said, I started following this when I was like a 14, 15 year old in, in high school and that's that's how I found out about rappers and found got interviews with uh my favorite underground rappers or whatever. And like I said, it's just turned into an embarrassment. But now, not now, last week, there was, I don't know, I found this entertaining, man. I Like I said, this was interesting to me. Um, there was a character from that podcast, from that whole era or genre or whatever of entertainment called Little House Phone. And uh, he was on this this episode and he, uh, he didn't want to fight the guy, Adam22, like I said. I just shake my head, man, because I met the dude. I, I met him back in, I don't know, man, 2016 or 17 at a Wretch concert in Orange County. And, dude, just seeing him become the biggest cornball has been insane. Like, he's got, like, the little peep tattoo on his face. Like, just all this nonsensical shit, but it's fine. And one of the, one of the basically one of the OGs from this era that I'm depicting and trying to recall... Um, pressed him for, 
for bragging about paying for this guy's mother's funeral. Okay, I know that's loaded. This dude, little house phone, was on this podcast, on this live stream, and he was pressing Adam for not being a good dude, not being a good friend or whatever. Um, overall, being a cloud chaser, like if you don't, if if what I have described doesn't make sense, that's what it is. And then Adam goes like basically counters him was like, dude, I paid for your mom's funeral right when you hit me up that she passed. It's like, whoa, um, you can find this clip. I hope that it's not taken down. It was going crazy on TikTok like a week ago. Uh, I hope I'm not too late to this, dude. But I just like I said, I found that not just entertaining, Ben, but like as like a reflection of uh, of seeing not just social media, but just seeing the media and entertainment world just kind of fucking clash man like people that like i said they they would be going on there just promoting their only fans and they're the top whatever percent earner or whatever to this next underground pimp from inglewood or hawthorne that's trying to promote his soundcloud to now it's just literally guys acting like they're in that these rap shows on mtv or bet in a podcast studio throwing coffees at each other, throwing iced mocha lattes at each other, and then having armed security guards hold them back from yelling in each other's faces as grown men. Come on, dude. I'm a... Dude. Bro Jogan. Catch me on No Jumper on some shit, dude. That's that's the goal, man. That is the goal. To Kim K, make your way into some, some dudes, some random dudes podcast studio in the back of some alley in Melrose and then throw a matcha tea in his face and then claim to be a fucking big coke dealer or some shit. If I can achieve that dude, I'll I'll I'll, I'll not only will I just stop podcasting, I'll I'll go get a job at I don't know, um a bait or tackle shop. That's just if I achieve that level of just internet notoriety, I'm Dude, I'll I'll keep wearing my flannel. I don't give a sh dude. That's that's the that's the prime optimization of making it, dude. <laughs> By the way, I have new lights in here. I'm gonna keep saying that every episode. Uh, I feel like I'm on a porn set. It is what it is. Shout out to this light. Shout out to this light. I'm not sweating like crazy anymore. It is what it is, dude. I probably will tomorrow or the next episode that I record. Um, besides the no jumper shit, dude. This whole past week has been very eventful i'll be honest not even like in not just my life because i always just talk about my life because i'm the main character and everything you know what i'm saying but just in the world dude it's been like i don't know dude i almost just said lebron scored broke a record of scoring points as if this is a sports podcast you know that's that's n nobody even gives one shit about that i mentioned though um, I have some nicotine products right next to me. I'm not even going to show them. Even though they've been in the shot of this podcast for like the past four months or more. Um, Zins are like, oh, I didn't want to correlate them to fentanyl, but I don't know, man. People hate on Cali and shit and give, be, like give Cal, the state of California as like being the softest state in this country. And like, I, 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 I've always said like, no. I mean, Cali rules come here and live here for a little bit. It's awesome. But dude, I can't even, dude, again, not trying to be gay or anything, but like, 
I saw that video. I don't know if I don't know if I even mentioned it in the beginning of this episode. I saw a video that was going viral earlier this week, especially on TikTok. Just again, I keep saying TikTok, but it was on Twitter and all like different social media. Everybody kept posting it of um, dudes complaining about not being able to drink beer while they drive. Still, any attempt to restrict drinking and driving here is viewed by some as downright undemocratic. It's kind of getting common this when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day, and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers. They're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to. You, can't, you have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. And pretty soon we're going to be communist country. They would call the country, they were saying that the country is turning communist because you can't have a beer or two after your work day and then drive home in your pickup truck. That is an exaggeration of what I'm about to say, but I can't put in a fucking mint flavored piece of, of dissolvable nicotine in my lip because Cali doesn't want it. I'll say this, it's unfortunate. It is not nowhere near being able to ingest alcohol while you're driving a motor vehicle. Not saying that. I'm just going to complain for like one second, dude. Bro, let me, let me, if, if people want it, dude, I don't even know, man. I'm just saying I, I can't get goddamn Zins, dude. If you have a plug on Zins that aren't the goddamn most annoying flavors and just not enjoyable, please let me know because I'm about to get them shipped in from other states. I'm about to use a fake address just to get my intake of nicotine. And that is a depressing statement, man. I'm not, I'm not glad with that. And I'm. Like I said, dude, they, they're usually in the shot. I had to get rid of them, dude, because people were like, dude, you do way too much snooze. And I'm like, I don't even know what snooze is. I'm not in, I'm not railing fucking tobacco, dude. I'm not like that. And I'm going to go into railing shit in a, give me a second, dude. Give me a second. Like I said, this week was a little bit wild, man. Um, even before we even get into that, um, uh, railing snooze and shit. Everybody's got that friend that used to that wanted to be a rapper, man. Whether you're from the suburbs, and I want to talk about this, man, because you everybody views it in a different way. Whether you're from the suburbs, whether you're from the city, whether you're from a rural area, I'm sure, I'm almost ninety nine percent sure. If you're a young man from America, you knew a dude that wanted to be a rapper for real, for real. Not a guy that wrote like a 16 bar or some shit like that or like a freestyled in the car when you guys are smoking a blunt. I'm talking about a dude that literally was like, um, he downloaded GarageBand. He bought one of those like plug and play mics. Like I have 40 of them now, but he got them like way, be way before like they were known. You could even get them on Amazon. He was having them plugged into his iPad or some shit and he had GarageBand downloaded. That dude is a, is a character. Will forever be, he's a character for his whole life. You know what I'm saying? The reason I'm bringing this up is because the, the I think it's called the Grammys. I don't know, dude. That award ceremony for people that make music, Emmy, whatever. Uh, I saw Kendrick Lamar go up there and he had probably about 75 pins on his hat. I'm not even making fun of him or anything. I'm just pointing this out. It reminded me of back in the day, like I said, when you knew a kid in high school or middle school, that was mostly the era 
wanted to freestyle over a Mac Miller, Mac Miller, Wiz Khalifa beat, and he thought he had the gnarliest bars. That dude, I know that dude. I know about two or three of those dudes in real life, but I know one that, bro, he repped that shit hard. Didn't go like full wigger status or didn't like dedicate himself to being like a producer or SoundCloud guy, but was like, dude, I'm a rapper. I'm going to be a rapper. He's now in medical school. This guy, okay. I'm not, I'm not even saying like, yo, like hating on his dreams or like anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying none of that shit, none of what shit, none of the shit that you think, um, let me see, how do you, how you say this nicely, will work out does. None of it really does, dude. Hope, I don't even know if medical school is working out for bro. I'll be honest. I'm not even, again, no hate. That's just like this, you know, they always say tunnel vision. Shout out rap, dude. Shout out Kodak. You're like locked in on one thing that's going to occur and happen in your life or whatever. And if it doesn't, dude, you have like no backup. Some of these dudes, some of the, I'm talking about these dudes that were rappers or considered themselves to be. He went the complete opposite and is like, I'm going to pursue, I'm going to have, I'm going to pursue a career in operating on people when they're unconscious, whether it be surgery, whether it be an emergency visit, whether it be, you know, when you check a dude's, when, when he gets to like 40 or whatever, you got to do the pancake thing, make sure his ass is working right. I keep wanting to say prolapse, but I don't think that's the right word. Prostate. You got to check his prostate. You're eventually doing shit like that. And you're like, I used, I remember I used to be freestyling with my homies and like smoking a blunt over a, over a, a unreleased beat. And that was going to be my future. It's like, no, dude, that doesn't always happen. Future had a future, dude. And all his boys are right now, they're getting locked the fuck up, man. Young Thug and Gunna. I don't even even been following that, dude, because like I said before, every single one of your favorite rappers disappears, dude. Whether it's from drugs, whether it's from they get fucking murked, from your Draco the Ruler, you got knifed up at a fucking uh, music festival in L.A., or you're, you're young dolphin, you get shot up in your hometown in Memphis in a Lamborghini. Doesn't end well for most of the bros, dude. Doesn't. Um, I don't even know what my whole point was about being a... There, my whole point was everybody knows a dude that want, that literally is a rapper until death. And shout out to those guys, man. I definitely want to give them a... Like, None of them will hear this because they're way too busy grinding beats and writing verses that nobody will hear. And then also at the same time performing surgery that one dude will appreciate five years later down the line. And shout out, like I said, they, those guys deserve a shout out because they're not getting appreciated elsewhere. But they're getting appreciated here on Early Morning Podcast, dude. We, we show love to people that are rappers at heart but still perform surgery, whether it's oral surgery, whether it's uh, a freaking tendon in your ankle dude i appreciate it man um real quick about the china balloon i think that was in this uh this intro <laughs> or mentioned briefly in this episode um i don't even know dude like what to like what to think about that man i'll be honest and that's like not a hot take at all uh i mean i don't know what to think because bro i I try to discuss that event or that uh, when 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 the whole world realized that there was a balloon hovering over the U.S. that was from China. I try to talk about it with my family a little bit. 
My mother almost nearly cried. It's not a welcoming thing. Um, I think she she was nearly crying because she was fearful of the future of her children. And I'm not trying to get deep on this podcast at all. This is that's never what this is about. It is about though, dude. I have said I like to make fun of everything, and uh, nothing and nothing is serious. I know, at least in my perspective, I don't take many things serious in life. But when you do see your mother getting pretty emotional about a global event or anything in the world, it makes you like. I don't want to say second guess, but it makes you posture and be like, huh, is is this worth being like frightened over or like what's going on? Because the whole pandemic obviously fucked with people and uh, people got nervous about how they should feel about other, other relations we have with countries and all this non, this shit that I don't know anything about, but like, you know, here, I like I said, seeing your mother, like, almost not break down, but just get emotional over that. And then you you see how easily um, global conflicts, like, occur. And they happen over one dude saying some shit. One dude says some shit in the wrong area. And you got a prime minister fired up. And then he goes to his head guy. And then his head guy tells Congress to tell the pre- Like, that's just how shit happens. I don't know, man. I don't know what shit is going to happen. And like like I said, I'm I'm not the guy that's going to be like all frightened and fearful about uh, what's going to happen next month or next week. But you can literally see, um, you can see the, like the war going on that's in Ukraine, like live stream. I, I was live streaming last night. I was watching the Big Bear Slopes. And then literally in my recommended was... Uh, ukraine firefight live stream i don't think the person that was in the firefight was live streaming but there was a live stream of any and i could see dudes fucking fighting in in uh in tanks i could see dudes fighting in in like and brush in the trees it's like dude that is kind of trippy it is trippy i'm gonna try to make a joke about it at my next show at the comedy chateau on uh february 15th look at that plug dude was able to use warfare tactics into promoting my next show. Go, dude, come see it. I'll be talking more about how you can uh, defend Ukraine and uh, go against China. Dude, <clears throat> I remember when like uh, Asian hate was like a thing and everybody was like, stop Asian hate and AAPI was like the biggest thing. That's, I feel like that's not going to have a, a, a good play in history, man. And hear me out, bro. Hear me out. Just thinking like when I said I saw my mother getting a little emotional. She was, she's from the era of the Cold War, dude, where Russia was like the complete enemy. The Soviet Union was hated on more than anything in like the world. There were movies about them being the enemies. There were TV shows. There were countless roles in pop culture and everything where russia is bad and the whole like flip of uh you know we love everybody now like everybody's like of course everybody's equal but like we're all we're all supporting each other regardless of what we think of each other or what we have done to each other or whatever it's like let's what's gonna happen now if this spy balloon quote-unquote was up to some shit and in the next 
couple months shit goes left i don't know man are we still gonna be like like are we still gonna be running the uh the what's it called everything everywhere all at once or whatever nothing everywhere all that fucking movie is that gonna still win emmys and grammys or are we gonna still be are we gonna be like back to the um the sylvester stallone what's it called fucking rocky days where he's fighting a russian dude and like that was what united the united states it's like what brought us together seeing uh seeing a fucking russian guy get his skull beat in i don't know man like i'm just gonna get off this political thing because i don't even know what i'm saying um really because i'm just gonna I'm, I'm i'm not confused i'm not worried i just don't know what to think man and i hope that's okay dude i hope that's fine to like not be fully confident that everything will be fine but also at the same time be like i think i i think we'll be all right i don't fucking know man um i've been playing this other game this video game called high on life what a transmit transmission what a tra uh, transition from uh should we be racist like how we were in, in the cold war to uh i've been playing these video games high on mushrooms watching aliens melt each other i hope that's a good enough transition dude because i have been playing that game and it is fucking distracting me from the shitty situations that are going on in our everyday world you know um then you then again you can't even play it because the guy that like invented the game is like a pedophile now dude The guy that created Rick and Morty created this game, and he, he like, likes children. And I think I... Ah, oh man, did I say this last episode? I don't... I said it before, man. The... When the Glazane, Ghislaine, or whatever the fuck her name is, was helping her man, um... There are too, ma there are too many pedophiles, man. What, when did that become cool, besides in the Greek and Roman era? I thought we evolved from that, man. Weinstein and Epstein, dude, those guys. I don't know, man. Was Kanye on to something? <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's getting too hard to follow, man. It's getting way too difficult to follow. And then you see... You see um, everybody going out, other... other not even politicians, but just people in the world just shitting on them for having these these uh, different different perspectives. How about this perspective, dude? I went to a Japanese barbecue for the second time in my life. And uh, holy shit, man. Are the bros doing it right, man? The Yakuza and Japanese businessmen know what they're doing. How about this, dude? When you're When you're hungry next time, do this. Say you're out dining... And you have a bunch of ferrets coming with you. Or a bunch of ferrets are going to be joining you. Just do that next time you're out. You get a reservation for eight and say, dude, there's going to be a bunch of ferrets coming. See what the person says that's seating you, that host. Obviously, don't fuck with them too much because that means there's going to be a business coming. Okay, so don't mess with them too much. Like, just give them that, that little taste of bunch of ferrets will be here. Let me get a party of eight. Just fucking do that, dude. <laughs> Yakuza and Japanese businessmen are doing it fucking right, man. You can go to a Japanese barbecue and stay there for three hours without 
any kind of problem. And you will spend so much money. And you'll eat so much fucking food. It's ridiculous, man. I did that for my birthday recently, a few days ago. And um, we spent about $180, $200 in two hours just off various kinds of meat. I don't know if that's even a flex or not. I don't know. I just, it felt way like so much food, so much goddamn food, man. And you make it for yourself. Like it doesn't make any sense, man. Those guys are doing it right. They're like, bring me the most expensive Wagyu and teriyaki beef and all kinds of shit. Eel, what the, I don't even know what the fuck it is, dude. But I'll throw it on the grill after I take 17 sake shots and soju or whatever the fuck it is, dude. And that's how I want to eat my meal. I respect the fuck out of that. I completely get that, dude. It's not like an Italian restaurant where they bring you a gigantic plate of carbs and a little bit of meat and then more carbs so like drenched in sauce. And they're like, we'll see you in an hour and a half. If you want wine, ring this bell. They're like, no, dude. At the Japanese barbecue, you are fucking taken care of, dude. Nope. You waste food. That is, that is the thing. You're obviously going to waste food, but dude... They're like, that's part of our culture. We're not going to, nobody's going to enjoy everything here. There's too much of it. There's way too much. I don't know, man. I don't know if that culture is for me, but I respect the fuck out of their dining. I do. I definitely do. Um, I don't know if I should have waited until the end of the episode to talk about uh, the first week or the first day of I had in Big Bear. I usually talk about snowboarding during snowboard season and uh holy shit man i i went to bear the, for the first time this season earlier this week um uh, monday or tuesday it doesn't matter whenever this comes out um and i never felt like i'd been in like a project x situation before but this was if you don't know what project x is that's a, a film that came out when I was a young teenager that was depicting the party life of high school and early college. Um, I don't know why I'm speaking like a, a professor right now, but I'm locked in. Like I said, I got ashwagandha on me at the Zins, got the brew. Um, I went to go chill and just cruise by myself and met a group of bros, dude. When I say group of bros, man, I meant, um, I, I, fuck, I hope none of them listen to this, and if they do, they don't get offended. We're, uh, 28 minutes in, almost. I met a, a group of, like, uh, pimps and prostitutes. I, not prostitutes, fuck, see, I hope they don't get mad, man. Uh, pimp prostitutes and, um, sex and nightlife workers. We'll just say that for the safety of it. Holy shit, dude, do they rage. <laughs> um, I'm not a Vegas guy, dude. Vegas is not for me. I lose my wits and I become a different individual when I go to an area like Vegas, man. And uh, Vegas came to me in Big Bear. Like I said, on this day, I met a bunch of these individuals and they asked me to party with them and celebrate one man's birthday. And um, it was basically like a mix of if you, you just... You could look up, God, what's his fucking name? That writer, dude, that wrote. Oh, my God, man. This is really going to bother me. Um, 
a very famous writer United from the U.S. that would drink and do copious amounts of drugs and then write literature. Um, reminded me of hanging out with him and uh, hanging out with the Project X guys because everybody thought they were very, they were very uh, learned people literature-wise, but also were the biggest degenerates ever and were doing um, bumps of ketamine and cocaine and uh, Molly off of golden spoons and just wasting drugs dude holy shit dude that's how i know that these, these like i said they were they were not beginners in this dude they were true to this shit dude if you hold a bag of ketamine over a a, a hot tub that's at 103 degrees you have money you you understand that like that you're in a you're in a mountainous region and you have various bags of drugs that have that range in quality and value and you're dispersing them freely among steaming water dude you are chilling you're chilling and those like i was thrown into this scenario and i just observed bro i had about dude i was spider i, I had the spider vision i had about 75 eyes going on at every angle observing what was going on i'm watching the chicks fish out after they do way too much blow and then i'm watching dudes try to not <laughs> trying to to not catch a me too in in a private scenario dude that's that's dude that's project x dude that's living at chem k that's having a good time dude um i was i was fed Dude, like I'm saying, dude, I don't even know how to break this down, man, without sounding like a fucking douchebag because I'm just trying to literally demonstrate this night. Um, I was being fed mushrooms out of a bag, out of a Ziploc bag that had a, that was probably a fourth dust of mushroom powder and then the rest, various stems and capsules of mushrooms. And there was a male at one time dipping a pretzel stick in hummus and dipping it in the bag and then feeding it to me and then later in the night there were females that were doing the same thing but with buffalo chicken sauce and i was locked in on that dude i was locked in on the buffalo chicken sauce and not even really trying to get high on the psilocybin because my mind was already blown i was not locked in on how many more um astrology signs am i going to see in my eyes but what the fuck is this chick doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's more interesting to me right now. Um, I've never done Molly. I've never done ketamine. Never done blow. But uh, seeing everybody do all that shit at once was fucking... Damn, dude. I wish I had a... I wish I had a... a I wish I had the fucking dude... I wish I was that dude from Project X with the fucking gigantic red cam just recording shit that was from Russia and then just uploading it on like um, like QAnon sites or some shit. Or like, I might, you know what, I was, speaking of QAnon sites, I think I'm going to put uh, my five minute reel on Pornhub. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to, because dude, I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to send these this reel to clubs in the Midwest and uh, everybody wants me to have an agent or a manager and dude, how about this? How about you find me on Pornhub? And if I have more than 10,000 views on there, I'm hoping to get booked, dude. I'm hoping to get booked. I'm hoping you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, it's okay. Just leave a dislike on the video or leave hate on it. That'll do just fine. Um, if you did enjoy it, 
You can follow me on Instagram at vic.emp or on TikTok at early morning pod or even on Twitter. I think it's a Vic G or Vic.emp. I don't know, dude. Thank you for listening. Until next week, peace.